Are you looking for a way to deepen your prayer life and faith this Advent season? A Contemplative Las Posadas by Bill Snyder is a novena that offers reflections based on the traditional Mexican devotion that reenacts the journey of Saint Joseph and the Blessed Virgin Mary from Nazareth to Bethlehem. The ecclesiastically approved devotional is available for purchase for only $4.99 on our website, patchworkheart.org, or emailing info at patchworkheart.org. Welcome to the Sewing Hope Podcast. This is a show all about implanting hope in our hearts. I'm Bill Snyder. Joined by my friend Ann DeSantis, we're glad you're here for our uplifting conversation about faith and how it sustains our hearts through all the seasons of life. Thanks for walking with us. And good evening and Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, This is the Sewing Hope Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us here on Sewing Hope. It's wonderful to be with you uh, wherever you are on this Christmas Eve. Uh, Maybe you're underneath the tree. Uh, putting some presents together and taking a listen to our podcast. But we thank you so much for joining us on this Christmas Eve and being here uh, in faith with us. So, uh, as always, I am joined by my friend and wonderful co-host, Anne DeSantis. How are you? And uh, Merry Christmas, Anne. You got to unmute, Anne. Unmute. I'm here, yes. Good to be here. Merry Christmas, everyone. It's so good to be here with all of you, wishing you a wonderful Christmas season. We're here. I know, right? We are here. <laughs> it's incredible that we're right here, uh, standing on the, uh, on the cusp of it. So uh, anyway, we have a wonderful guest uh, with us today or tonight. So uh, share with us a little bit about her. Yes, we have two wonderful guests. We have Linda Tino and her son, Gregory, who is an author. Um, and we have so much to uh, learn about them with their, their family life and not only the challenges, but the victories. So, uh, Linda, I was wondering if you could tell us about you and your family and your son, Gregory, who's there right there with you today. Yes. Thank you so much for having us. I, in a million years, I never thought we would be doing something like this when you hear our story. Um, my son is 27. You may hear nice, him uh, talking in the background. He has autism, nice, uh, diagnosed at age two. Um, started out, nice. you know, we thought developing normally, uh, starting to speak, and then around age two, started losing his words, withdrawing, and diagnosed at two and a half with autism. And so we went through all our years, you know, uh, not knowing the intellect of our son, um, had some tough times, lots of challenges. Um, you know, (laughs) he had aggression (laughs) and he was very, what we find found out now, very misunderstood. So the way it happened was a couple years ago, a friend of mine who also has an autistic son had been taking her son to this spelling to communicate session in Herndon, Virginia, with a woman named Elizabeth Bossler. And her son is very similar to mine, where you can't have a conversation with him. He has words, but he'll, you know, a lot of it is scripted from TV shows and stuff like that. And she had been telling me, she'd been taking her son to these letter board sessions, and she was telling me the things her son was able to say, and I was amazed. So she ended up having this woman come and do a workshop here in Springfield. And that day, it was a Mother's Day of 2017, best Mother's Day gift I ever got. We went in for one of the sessions. And what they do is um, she works off the premise that people with autism have apraxia, which is a mind-body disconnect. Their intellect is fine. But it's much like a stroke victim where they can think a thought, but they can't get it out to their body and make themselves let us know how intelligent they are and speak. And so they they were reading him this age-appropriate story, and they asked him, 
questions pertaining the story and the whole time while the woman is talking he's talking like he is now over top of her he had his earphones on i'm like he's not even paying attention and she was reading a story to him that to me was over possibly his intellect because at the time i'd been reading him dr seuss you know and he's was watching farming and she started asking him these questions and she would hold the letter board in front of him and he would spell out the answer. He was learning how to spell out the answer in front of me. And they were simple questions. But I was amazed that he was able to do it, being that I didn't think he was paying attention. And at the end of the session, by the end of the hour, he was gaining control of his arm better, being able to do this. And the final question she asked him was, um, she had been reading a story about an astronaut. And she said, would you ever want to go into space? And he responded with, no thanks, my world is right here. And it was the most, that, that changed the trajectory of all of our lives because it told me so much that of his intellect, he understood what we were saying. I could tell by his response, he was happy with his life. It, it was, I can't even, I could relive that moment over and over again. It's been amazing ever since. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing. I'm I'm visualizing this mm -hmm. and I can understand how that would have been such a wonderful moment, right? Because it was like a connection that you had and an understanding that you didn't have before that time. Yes. Yes. Wow. And you know, from that time wow. on, we realized we had wow. been underestimating his ability. Um and we just started treating him differently. You couldn't help but treat him differently. We would talk to him differently. Even if he couldn't respond to us, we would make sure we would talk about things in front of him that we normally wouldn't have. And he just, I don't know, it changed everything about his life. Even that simple thing of just treating him like he had he was a smart guy who understood what was going on. I, it, I don't know. It changed his life in so many ways. Um, and since then, you know, we've been doing the letter board. We do letter board sessions every day. He is, it, it took a, it, the, the whole premise of it is when you point to letters on a letter board, you're using the upper gross motor muscle in your arm. And for people with apraxia, that's easier than typing on a keyboard because key, a keyboard uses fine motor. And um, no. so he, he's been able to express himself so much. He has a blog no. that he writes and he writes almost every other day on this blog. No. No. It's called The Autistic Mind Finally no. Speaks. And the stuff that he writes about, he writes be beautiful poetry and... Mm. I, I, what ended up happening is my sister and I spent this whole summer over the pandemic putting all his um, blog posts into book form. And we have a book on Amazon also entitled The Autistic Mind Finally Speaks. And it's a beautiful, beautiful book of all of his writings um, illustrated by four other non-speaking autistics and it just showcases what people with autism are capable of. They're so underestimated. Um, when I think back of all the years in school, um, you know, and you know, he had beautiful teachers and wonderful people helping him, but we all, and even me as a parent, underestimated what they're capable of. Mm. You know, that's incredible. And um I, I, I'm just blown away by, um, you know, your, your incredible, um, story. <laughs> I'm just blown away by it. And, uh, I think it's a beautiful story for, for Christmas Eve and, and wow. thank you for being here. Um, I, I would love it if, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it's absolutely fascinating and incredible, um, how, how Gregory, uh, communicates, right. Um, yeah. and, and so, you know, it, I, I, I know we, we prepared some questions ahead of time for, for him during this podcast, and he was able to respond to some of them. 
Um, can, can we go? Can, can we go through some of them? And the other thing I'd like to be able to uh, highlight on this on the program is maybe to ask a, um, toward the end, if we can, maybe ask him a question, and he can use the letter board, and you can kind of spell it out because yes. I think that that would be a really neat thing for listeners uh, to understand. Um, so, so could we? Um, Maybe just ask some of those questions, you know, and uh, and, and kind of go yes. through those that you have. Uh, so I guess the first one was, uh, you know, tell us about your journey since childhood and your struggles. Uh, and I know he had some time to reflect on this and, and write a beautiful response. So um, he did. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So he said about that, mm -hmm. he said, mm -hmm. autism kept me silent for about 24 years of my life. And then a miracle occurred on Mother's Day of 2017. Autism and I were able to answer questions on a letter board and see, show see, everyone no, that I was in here. Best day of my life. Talk about a good Mother's no, Day no, present. Yeah. And it was. No, oh, no. my goodness. Makes me cry. Just even. I feel like I'm going to yeah, cry. I know. Honestly, I mean, that is no, too. incredible. I thank God, you know, and this this show is all about uh, sowing hope into broken hearts. Uh, we are a podcast of faith. And, and it's so to hear this story on Christmas Eve, where I know that your friends and our friends of Sewing Hope are listening, it's such a wonderful gift to people who feel like they're losing hope. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank Gregory and thank you for sharing to being with us. I thank God every day for what he did for us. And, and I just want to say that I, one thing I have learned uh, these past few years, yeah, my son is special, but I, I would almost bet my life that the majority of people with autism have this capability. I, my son goes to Inside Voice in Springfield to do his letterboard sessions. They're, I, they're, they're a mom and pop place wow. that is run by Colleen and Frank Fody and the Fody family. Um, and there's right now they're up to like 30 something clients and all of them that have gone, gone in there are learning to speak. And a majority, many of them have their own blogs they, themselves. I mean, this is like, these are these kids that have sat together in school. Some of them since age four and five, sat side by side, could never talk to Be each other. Friend. And I, I'm telling you, you guys, they have these social they groups where they talk sleep. about, um, you know, different topics yeah. and they'll have them all sitting there you together talking sleep. about uh -huh. stuff that goes over my head, uh, you know, and they respond back and forth. They joke back and forth. I, they weren't able to speak to each other for 20 years. Mm. I, I can't even tell you how much it's it's a miracle i'm not kidding yeah it, it is a miracle. miracle it's incredible um it's just wow i mean i mean i'm blown away and i'm so oh, i'm no. so glad to have you and i'm so glad to have your story and and, oh. and gregory's story on our program um yeah. and um yeah this is this is so impressive um i would i would uh you know just you know, maybe I'd love to hear Gregory's response too on how God helped him through the challenges of his special needs, uh, you know, in, in his life. I mean, I would love to hear that response. So this is what he uh, <laughs> said the other day to that question. God is the person who is always there. I pray to him every night with my parents. At time, God feels far away. Then you need to pray harder. You are seldom alone. And it's very true. And I can tell we're looking we're looking at each other right now on Zoom. So yeah. I can see Bill and I can see you and, and Gregory. And yeah. I can see his the look on his face when when yeah. you read that that he you could tell that he was reacting to it. So yeah. he's he's so proud and we are so proud of him. Uh, it's amazing. I'll, I'll tell you another amazing thing, you know, so people with autism, they listen to every single thing that's going on around them. And when he was young, my husband um, is a child of two Italian immigrants. Um, and so he spoke Italian in our house a lot. I don't know Italian um, with my mother-in-law in the house. And one day we were talking with Gregory and, um, he told us on the letter board that he knows Italian. 
And I go, you're kidding, because none of us had ever taught him. He had just listened, you know. And my husband goes, I want to see if he really can. And he was talking in Italian to Gregory and asking him questions, not not even not simple questions like what's your name, like questions that I didn't even know really what he was saying. And my son was translating it on the letter board, like, you know, just from him listening. I don't know. Even I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Wow. I love to have him around because as a matter of fact, my my in-laws are from Italy and they're they're right from Italy, in fact. And um, and my husband's second language was English until he was six years old. Yeah, same as so, my husband. Yeah. Oh my, maybe they know each other. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, so yeah, I understand. It would be nice to have someone around that understood Italian. Yeah. <laughs> He's smiling. I see that. The next question that we had on that list that we had given you in advance was: yep. Do you have advice for families with children with special needs to persevere? So he said, the advice I have is to believe in your child's Guys. capability. Autism is a motor issue, not an intellectual one. Be an advocate for your child and never give up on them. And that is the truth. I I know so many people, listen, this is a simple thing you can try with your kid. And I'm I'm not saying you make up a letter board at home and try yourself. There's a whole science behind it. So you kind of do need to get advice on how to do it. And I would suggest going to someplace like the method that we use is spelling to communicate. Okay. It's not facilitated communication. There there's been some controversy. Some people judging by the way our kids look on the outside, they don't believe that they have this capability and they think that the person doing the letter board with them is somehow influencing what the person says. And I can just tell you, I, when I spell with him, I do not say anything. I, in the beginning, there's some verbal prompting when you're teaching your kid how to do it, but that fades away. And with him, I just, (laughs) (laughs) I just hold the letter board and he just spells. I don't say a word. I don't touch him. I don't influence what he says. It's all him. That's all he was just well once again as i see the smile on his face and the yep that we just heard (laughs) yeah uh, i i think that uh he agrees right yeah yes yes i think that he agrees and then that last question at least for we have two more after this but um what message do you have for people listening on the podcast as we celebrate our faith in christmas eve on christmas eve so Gregory said, autism and I are so thankful and glad that God has a plan for me. No. Hold on, buddy. It's, At first, I didn't know what that plan was, but now I see it's to help others who can't the gym is And he truly is um, an advocate. Uh, you know, he, his main goal in writing this book that we wrote, The Autistic Mind Finally Speaks, is to raise awareness for people with autism so people will understand them better and and realize their capabilities. Um, you know, it must be hard living a life of an autistic person. He has written some very, actually, rather dark poetry of what it's like. Um, where you're locked in you're you're basically locked in a jail cell he would say sometimes you know sometimes you're thirsty you want a drink you can't even tell someone you want a drink of water Mm. so it's you know it's not an easy life and whatever we can do to make their lives easier and and i'm telling you just what we've been doing with him (laughs) and with the letter board It has changed his life in many, many ways. I don't know. He's just happier. Um, We're giving him so many different um, experiences that he wouldn't have experienced. Who would, three years ago, if you would have told me my son was going to be talking on a podcast, you're crazy. I I, really, I, I can't even, God is good. That's all that is good. I'm so grateful. We have to thank our friend Tracy Flynn. Yes. Uh, Tracy and I met years back because uh, 
another thing that I do as a more of a hobby, but a commercial modeling and acting. And I met Tracy when we did a commercial for, uh, it was, I was more of a background, but for Comcast. Okay. And, uh, and we met there on the set. So that was interesting. And then we've stayed in touch. So big shout out to Tracy and thank her for referring me to you and to Gregory. So, and I just want to say that what you were saying about how Gregory referred to it as being locked in a jail cell. I would send prayers also to those young children, right? Who the parents don't know what you know, right? Yes. And they're still in that space where that maybe the child is understanding a lot more than they under than they realize. Yeah. Have you ever seen that happen in your own life where you've met younger parents that they had they had breakthroughs as well? Yes. Uh, you know, my world right now is with the older kids because so, that's who we see. But so, yes, I there. Listen, some people with the letter boys start at age five and six. So you can start young. Uh, you don't have to wait till 25, like my son. But, um, you know, like, for example, one night, my, my son uh, sits in the basement a lot on his computer, which is downstairs from where I am in the kitchen. And every night while I'm making dinner, I have the news on. And... People with autism have Weird. very heightened senses. And Weird. he told me he can hear the what? news what? while he's downstairs. <laughs> now he's got headphones on what? and he's watching YouTube videos. Yet he can hear the news. Yeah. I know this sounds like I'm making this up. I, no, I, no, you I believe you. And sometimes he would come upstairs and comment on something that oh, I was like, how does he know do that? Because I had just heard it we on the news. It. And I, you know, and then he told me on the letter board that we he can hear what's going that. on. And sometimes like there'll be right. disturbing hey, stuff bro. on the news. You know, you're I'm listening to what's going on with the pandemic. And he might be upset about something and I don't know hey, what it is. Bro. And you find out later he's worried about the pandemic. I, I never in a million years, year three years ago, would never talk to him about stuff like that because I wouldn't think he would understand. And so all these kids that are autistic, their parents think they're blissfully unaware of the pandemic and stuff going on in their lives. Believe me, they're listening and talk to them like you would talk to anyone else. They can't, they may not be able to answer you back, but you can reassure them. You can make them feel better. I mean, uh, autistic people leave a very anxious life. They they do. So, well, in my opinion, based on what you're telling me, and even from my own knowledge, uh, they're a lot more intelligent than many of us, <laughs> right? I mean, yes. IQ wise, they're probably way way up there. I would think, yeah. you know, right? Yeah. We uh, one of Gregory's no, no. friends. Okay, buddy. One of Gregory's friends, um, he's very obsessed with birth dates and you can tell him your birth date. You're, you're born, like my birthday is June 22nd, 64. And he'll like that, tell you what day of the week that was. You could oh pick any date and dating back. You could say the day that the, uh, you know, anything that happened and he'll tell you what day of the week it is. Their, their minds are like a computer. I mean, it's amazing. And all of them have their different ow, strengths. Ow, ow, I don't know if ow, that necessarily ow, is my, is my son's ow, strength, but he, um, he's a beautiful, beautiful writer. May, may I read to you something that he just wrote? I, please, I, yeah, do. please do. Okay. So he wow. wrote this, uh, the other day. I thought this was amazing. He entitled it the autistic man in a normal body. Autism and the man had been together for a really long time, 25 years to be exact. One day God said, I'm gonna cure this man's autism. And so he did. The man woke up the next day and his body was normal. Autism had vanished. All of his senses were like a typical person. His body moved around with no effort and he felt calm and relaxed. The man and autism had been together a long time, Whoa. even longer than his most beloved friends and acquaintances, Whoa. and he began Whoa. to feel a loss. This makes me a bit sad, said the man. 
I miss some of the beautiful parts of autism, like the vibrant colors I see when music plays and the way I see the most intricate details of things and hear all the sounds surrounding me, both near and far. I'm going to ask God for my autism back. And so he did. The next day he woke up and his friend autism was back. And the man realized that God sends you beauty in many ways. And sometimes you don't realize it until you lose them. Be happy for the blessings that you were given and try not to look in someone else's life. This is what God intended for you. He knows best. Wow. So beautiful. Gregory, thank you. Thank you for that. Oh my God! You couldn't, uh, yeah, you couldn't say it better on Christmas Eve. Uh, yeah, you just couldn't say it better. Mm. On Christmas. Couldn't say it better. Yeah, I'm, we're so grateful to talk about God and about yeah. faith, and that He's able to express that because you know this is Christmas Eve and it's the birth of celebration of the birth of Christ. What yeah. a better time to talk yeah. about that! But yeah, I agree. Is it? What a better time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I would, I, I, I don't know how best to approach it, but I would love to, you know, ask more of a real time question uh, sure. of, of Gregory. I, I and, and I don't necessarily have a question in mind. Um, you know, I, I don't know if he has any thoughts. I mean, I'm, and I'm sure he's actively listening to our conversation. Yes. So so I, I I don't know what he what he thinks of our conversation, if he has any comments that he'd like to share with us, um, you know, based off what we have talked about already and okay. uh i mean maybe just start there okay t h a n k thank y o u f o r thank you for b e i n g being s u p P O R T I V E supportive O F of of A U T I S T I C S of autistics A N D and ahead now he just told me he made a mistake he hit a red at of autistics okay go ahead l i k e like m e me a n d and m y my f r I E N D S. Like, like he said, like autistics, like me and my friends. Friends. Yeah. Mm. Of course. Uh, you know what? I'm already going to say, and I know Bill will agree, we have to do another oh, episode. Good. How's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll love do that. another one. We'll have you back again, too. Yeah. For yeah. yeah. uh, oh. part two, maybe a part two, a part three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. We're up um, for part 10. We don't yeah. care. <laughs> No, I just, I want listeners to understand, um, you know, I mean, I mean, they can't see, we can see each other uh, right now on Zoom, but uh, they, but they can't. And I just want you to, you know, understand the visual that we're getting, uh, you know, where, where Gregory is, um, you know, touching basically a laminated card uh, with the alphabet on it. Uh, and then on the reverse side, uh, there is uh, numbers, it looks like as well. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, this is, you know, clearly groundbreaking for him. I mean, just for able, you know, for us to be able to ask, you know, questions and uh, get even get a real time response. I mean, I'm just blown away, uh, you know, by by that, and I'm so excited for our our listeners right now to understand, you know, what's going on because I think uh, a lot of times, you know, when you know when you when you shed light on an issue, when you shed light on a topic like this, I think people don't get enough to see behind the, the you know, the realism of 
uh, of what this looks like. I mean, we're you know we're hearing his his voice next to you, Tina, and we're and we're hearing his responses. And I think there's something so beautiful that you've opened up a window into this this whole process, this whole life. And uh, not many people are number one willing to show their weaknesses like you are, uh, and how beautiful that can be when it becomes a strength, like you were sharing earlier in that in that beautiful piece he wrote. You know, this is a incredible strength of um, you know not only character but but faith. And it's so beautiful to see this window open, and I and I just hope our listeners uh, tonight are uh, are are touched by that. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. Let's go to the next question, and we have two more questions that I had Amen. we had talked about in advance. Um, how has your faith gotten you through tough times? So Gregory said for that. I think that being a spiritual person and a person who believes there is a higher force helps you feel less alone in this world. At times you may question if God is listening, but you find that he always is. I, I know he went through many times, as did I, where you feel like maybe God wasn't listening. And I don't know, five years ago, sometimes I'd be sitting there saying, is this how our lives are going to be? I had a son who, you know, he would get aggressive sometimes when he was frustrated and, you know, you worry about his future, what's going to happen to him when we're gone. And, you know, I don't know. God works in mysterious ways. I'm telling you. He does. Absolutely. I just hope more people can have this experience. If they're, if the parents of these kids can just believe in them and just try, you know, you just have to try. And some, some people like my son took to this very quickly and we saw his ability quickly. There are others that may take weeks or months of practice, but uh, you know, it, it changes their world. For, Rub, for example, for little that, things, like if you say to my that, son, what do you want for lunch? And his mouth, he'll say to you, grilled cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese. So you assume he wants a grilled cheese. And then I'll put the letter board in front of him and he'll spell Rub, out, please don't listen to my mouth. I want peanut butter. So it, what I'm Damn. telling you is, can you imagine if how frustrating that must be to be an autistic person. You really don't want what you're asking for, but you can't stop your body from doing that. It's got to be rough. It's got to be a rough life for them. Yeah. But, but incredibly groundbreaking that you're able to recognize that and see, uh, I mean, it has to be frustrating for parents too. I mean, you know, I mean, that's incredible, right? I mean, the, the amount of frustration, okay. You know, you make a grilled cheese, you put it in front of them and, and, you know, they don't need it. <laughs> they don't want yeah. it. Um, and, and, and so for, for you to be able to say, um, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to put this letter board and, you know, and, and access, you know, I guess, I mean, I, I don't know how best to phrase it, but is that, you know, is that their true thoughts? I mean, is that their true communication, uh, method? I mean, it's not necessarily the ex. I mean, of course you're always going to have the, you know, the verbal and the, the, the external, um, you know, communication, you know, to, to, to read, but, yeah. but you can't take that necessarily for granted, right? You can't take right, that for right. granted. So, I mean, right. you know, just explain that a little bit further, if you would, and I don't know if you can, but I mean, that would be fascinating to learn a little bit more about that. Well, I, I, I just think, like I said, it's a mind body disconnect. Yeah. He says many times, and I've heard this through yeah. other autistic people that are doing the letter board they cannot stop their mouths or their bodies from doing certain things. Like he has a habit of picking the stitching of his clothing apart. So, and I'll say to him a million times, Gregory, please don't do that because you're ruining your clothes. And he, he'll say to you, I don't want to do it. I just keep doing it. And I don't know why they get Whoa. stuck in these motor loops in their mind that they can't stop. And I don't know something about the letter board. I, I, I I'm not a scientist. I don't understand how it works, but 
the the thought of him he's doing this purposeful motor thing somehow it overrides that stuff and he's able to tell you his true thought i mean i every time i ask him something i never ask him verbally i always give him the chance Mm -hmm. to spell it out because i i feel like that's his true that's his true self that's his true response yeah thank you yeah it's um I'm sure that it's been a learning experience for both of you, yeah. right? Not just for yeah. you, Linda, but also for Gregory, mm-hmm. because you're learning how he's learning in his brain, how you're also responding to him too. So it's, yeah. it's well, both. It's hard because sometimes he'll say, he'll say something to me. He'll be like, no matter what, don't give me this. I don't know, whatever it is. Like say we're trying to have him eat more healthy and he'll be mm-hmm. like, don't let me have this, but verbally he'll be asking you for that thing. And it feels wrong, right? Cause he's yeah. verbally asking you for mm-hmm. something and, you, and you're not giving it to him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you have to learn. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it's a lot of learning how to deal with this, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. That's right. That's right. And I want to ask that last question that we did for in advance. And then of course we can do other questions to, to you, or even if he wants to do it in real time, but why is Christmas important to you here? We are on Christmas Eve celebrating Christ's birth and, and why is Christmas important to you? So he said, Christmas is a time of being with family and friends. The thing I value most is my family. They have helped me through my struggles with autism they are always there for me. Mm. He he is he loves his family. This kid, I get yeah. a million yeah. hugs yeah. and kisses a day, um, and he loves being with family. He you know, Ooh. and and we love being with him. I I just uh, I could spend all my time with him. He's the best. <laughs> it's incredible. Praise God. Yeah. Praise God. So is there anything else that either of you wanted to share about your family and tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, life either before, uh, you know, before, before children, before marriage, or even like your, uh, the rest of your family members, things that you might want to share? Um, we're just the basic Havertown family. My husband's a physician at, um, Penn Presbyterian and, uh, You know, I have two other kids. I don't want them to get overshadowed by, I have two other younger kids and life was hard in the early years when you have an autistic son and then two younger kids and a husband who's working very long hours. It was a a rough time, but now I see, you know, God's plan that he had for us. And the hope is we can help some people with autism. That's our goal. I hope people do read his book. Um, it has a lot of advice about autism. He explains everything, why they do the things they do, everything about autism. If you want to learn about autism, his book is called the autistic mind finally speaks it's on Amazon Mm -hmm. and we're Mm giving, we're donating Mm -hmm. all, you know, there's very little profit. Mm -hmm. It was self published Mm -hmm. on Amazon. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Amazon takes a lot of the cut, but, um, we're giving all profit to inside voice in the hopes that other people can be helped. Um, but it, it's a great book. I, can I read you something else that he wrote? Please do. Please. Yeah, please. Was amazing. And since it's Christmas Eve, I thought this would be perfect. Um, this is a blog post that he did recently called Santa and the autistic boy. One day in December, the the autistic boy began to write a list to Santa. First, he wanted the voice of a manly person with a deep baritone sound. Next, he wanted an athletic body that would play any sport and run faster than the wind. Finally, he wanted the best life ever with tons of friends and the girlfriend of his dreams. He mailed the letter to Santa and then waited for Christmas. On Christmas morning, he woke up and tried to talk. The words were scripted from TV shows and his voice sounded like Barney. At first he was mad, but then he said, autism is doing this to me, but it's fun to talk like this. It's not so bad. 
Next, he went outside to take a run, but when he tried, his body was spastic and uncoordinated. At first, he was mad, but then he said, autism is doing this to me, but I think it's fun to jump up and down and flap my arms. It's not so bad. Finally, the autistic boy tried to live the life he always dreamed of, but he missed his old life and friends. Then he realized Santa had already given him his gifts. Thanks, Santa, and Merry Christmas, he said. You're welcome, replied Santa, but I have one more gift for you. He handed the boy a letter board, and you know the rest of the story. Mm. Once again, I feel like I'm going to (laughs) cry. He does that to me all the time. His writings are just, they're, I don't know, they're poetic. I'm prejudiced because he's my son, but I think he's rather amazing. It's, you know, it's beautiful. And I really do encourage people uh, to, to, you know, to buy a copy of the book um, because, uh, you know, that's, that's powerful. Uh, He he provides such a beautiful window into, I mean, the writings that you share with us are incredible. You know, he's going to provide an incredible window into this. And I think it's going to help a lot of people to recognize and realize that, you know, uh, a lot of parents out there, I think it's just going to help a lot of parents recognize and realize the the incredible gifts and the incredible mind uh, that, that 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 not only he has but probably those all those struggling with with autism have. Yes, yes, they I all have their own gifts. Day. You know, in his book, I I told you there are four other non-speakers um, who illustrated, and you got to see the beautiful artwork that they make, what, the paintings and the pictures. Uh, you know, they all, they're all very, very talented if given the chance. You just have to give them the chance. I, I hope a lot of people, I would like to let you know uh, in our area, um, the place that Gregory goes to is called Inside Voice. And um, They're located in Springfield, Delaware County. Um, The website that you could go to to look them up is www.alive.org. And alive is A-A-L-I-V-E.org, which stands for Adults with Autism Living with Independence, Value, and Esteem. And there, um, you know, you can learn about the letter board. and they're just doing, you know, such great work. The Fodi family has really, it's a nonprofit and they're just doing such great stuff for our kids. I, I can't even thank them enough. I, I don't know. I don't know why God did this for us. I'm just thankful he did. You know, we thank you. We are so thankful too. And we would love possibly to host them at some point. I think they'd be great guests uh, for us on sowing hope, Bill. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, this this entire topic is just such a fascinating one, um, and and I, and I don't say that in a demeaning way. I, I I say it in a way that I I think is opening a lot of eyes for people uh, right now and a lot of ears for people right now, uh, because because I I just truly believe that um, you know the, the Holy Spirit put you on tonight's show on Christmas Eve to you know, make those divine appointments. You know, it's typically a night where, you know, families are just more together or either they're up late at night, uh, you know, putting trees, uh, you know, Christmas trees, you know, uh, together and, and all the different, you know, uh, gifts for their kids underneath of them. And I just think that, uh, you know, people that are a little bit more receptive to God's grace on, a, on an evening like tonight. And so I just really appreciate your um your your openness to share with us and and really just open your heart you got to you know and there there's so much hope there's so much hope being uh shared here that uh this is definitely uh you know one of the top episodes of our show sewing hope it fits the definition perfectly of what our show is all about it does it does i'm so grateful to god i'm so grateful to god but great grateful also that tracy introduced us oh me too facebook is good for some things right it really is it really is that's how it came about i mean you know after i posted some stuff that my son said i have really seen the nice side of people lots of people amen support uh you know it's not all bad out there that's right right tracy's a wonderful person too who has given me quite a few guests not only for this show but another another uh online tv show that i was involved with called the positive side 
which I'm not, I'm no longer doing that, but doing something else, doing this and doing Journeys in Faith, another show. Uh, so thank you, Tracy. Yeah. Linda, I wondered if you could talk about, you talked about that day on Mother's Day and um, that was a wonderful breakthrough for you. If you could talk to us also how that, from that point, how that impacted every day since, since then to you in your life. Um, our, my life did a 180 that day uh, in every possible way. And I, I just, like I said, in the way I treated him, uh, the way I interacted with him, the way I viewed other autistic people, I, I was just so thankful that day. I, I don't know why God did that for us, but I'm so thankful he chose us to give us that gift. I, you know, I have it on video because they video, yeah, they videotape every session. It's rather embarrassing because I was dissolved into a blubbering puddle on the floor. I'm not even kidding. Like if you can imagine 25 years having this kid that you thought you knew and all of a sudden that day you're introduced to this kid, I'm like, this is my son. I don't know. God, I look back on that sometimes and I'll relive that moment. And he has said too many times he wishes to relive that moment. It was, I wish everybody could have that. I I really do. Just give them a chance. Try it. You know, you're not going to lose anything by just trying and believing in our kids. Well, I have a feeling also, Linda and Gregory, that as you're listening to this podcast, now this is pre-recorded, we will admit, um, that as you're listening to this on Christmas Eve, that this is another gift from God that on this day, uh, the celebration of the birth of Christ, that you can talk about these things. And I just want to thank you and congratulate you for being a wonderful mother, a wonderful parent, and wife and friend to others, I'm sure. And Gregory, for all of your hard work and for being such a wonderful son and a wonderful friend and, and brother and, and just for all the gifts of who you both are and your family. I wanna thank you from us, from Sewing Hope. And I wanna thank you for having us and, and listening to what he has to say. It, I know it feels good after 25 years of people not listening to you when they finally can. I appreciate everything. <laughs> yeah, what a great lesson. Uh, I, uh, do you want to just ask Gregory, uh, you know, um, you know, j- just any final messages or maybe there's somebody out there struggling with autism um, that, that, that's listening to this? Uh, would, he, would he have a message for somebody message struggling for with autism? Uh, you know, to share it. H A T that 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 T H E R E there I S is H E L P help A N D and P E O P L P people W H O who C A R E people who care O U T out T H E R E people out there who care. I, I got myself mixed up out there who care T O two H E L P to help Y O U to help you people that are people out there to help you. Thank you, Gregory. Thank you. Well, this has been so, this has been uh, awesome. And I just really appreciate again, you guys coming on and sharing uh, your, your lives and we have to have you back. Uh, on for sure because uh, there's there's so much more to learn from from both of you um, and and uh, and I and again uh, give the information out um, you know for people about the book and about the you know the resources that you have to help to help those families just one and more the blog time. and right? the blog yeah um, 
Yeah, his blog is the Autistic oh, Mind Finally me. Speaks, and it's on let WordPress. Let me. Um, you could just Google it and well, find it on WordPress. Again, the organization that Gregory goes to for Letterboard is Inside Voice through Alive, A-A-L-I-V-E. And if you want more information about spelling to communicate, there's also iask.org. It's a an association for educating, training, and resources for spelling to communicate. Their uh, website is i-ask.org, which it stands for International Association for Spelling as Communication. That one was developed by Elizabeth Vossler, the woman who Design. did that first yes. letterboard training session. Yes. Um, and these people are just changing the world for people with autism. <laughs> I want to thank them. them. Oh, I thank them every day, every mm. night. We pray to God is. and thank God for mm -hmm. what he's done for us. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. And thank you, Linda. And thank you, Gregory. Yes. yes. Thank you for having us. And we hope to be back again. Oh, definitely. Today. You, you can will count be. on it. You can count <laughs> okay. on it. Uh, well, Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you guys as well. And uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Thank you. Yeah, this has been uh, just an awesome episode. And know that uh, we will uh, be um, awesome. back with you uh, next week. Uh, we always we always have uh, great guests. I don't know I don't know who's coming up next, Dan. But, uh, but it's going to be uh, a great show, as I know, uh, I know it will be. Um, so, yes. so, so, uh, thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in and, uh, may you have a Merry Christmas. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Well, it's Thanks for listening to this episode of Sewing Hope on Patchwork Heart Radio. For more information about this podcast and our ministries, visit our websites, patchworkheart.org and andesantis.com. You can also follow and interact with us on Twitter at PWH Ministry or Andy Santis 2. All right.